0: Welcome to the Vinny Rock Podcast. Podcast. I took the blows and did it my way. It's time, the Vinny Rock Podcast. Yo, 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 just want to say what's up, it's the Vinny Rock Podcast, going to hit you with some of these sponsors, I'm waiting on my boy to hit me up and see if he's going to jump on the the podcast, and if he's not, then I'm going to throw one together for myself, something I've been talking about, I kind of want to hit on the subject of post-traumatic stress, Uh, you guys heard my last interview, and I kind of wanted to talk on that, but before we get to anything, before we get to anything... Let's talk about the sponsors who make this all happen I love them all I want to continue to uh, make them happy And you guys got to continue to check them out Let's start off with GMR Gold I just got a dope package of a bunch of freaking Canadian um, precious metals Um, You know It is what it is. It's precious metals. It's something interesting. I like it. I'm learning new things every day. My man Charlie, man, who has all the information, I follow him on GMR Gold on Instagram. You guys should do it too. If you just have questions, he will answer them. He's just one of the most knowledgeable dudes I know. I love how he handles his social media and he just explains to people all the cool intricacies of precious metals, you guys go check out GMR Gold, get yourself a subscription of the bullion box, you could do $100, $200, or $300 worth, and uh, honestly, it's just a cool fucking thing and I enjoy doing it, so you guys go check them out, there's a promo code called Rocco, hit up Rocco, let them know I sent you, several other companies out there, I'm going to leave Core Medical for for last because there's something special I want to talk about, and I might have to do that on my own podcast if my boy doesn't jump in. But uh, willypeatschocolates.com, don't forget, that's a veteran-owned company. Small businesses are suffering right now during these hard times. You guys, if you have the extra $10, $15, go support my man, Willie Peach Chocolates, get yourself some chocolate. Beyond Clothing... I just got a new pair of pants. I got those tiger stripes looking all pimpish and stuff. I gotta probably lose a pound or so because they're a little snug on the, the old crotch but it's all good, man. My fear is always blowing out the crotch of my my pants, but these pants are made better than the ones I had in the military. Um, so trust me when I say high quality stuff, I'm gonna be doing some shooting videos here soon, not like the douchey ones you see on YouTube and whatnot, just something I wanna show you guys some cool stuff with, with some of my, my good buddies. But Beyond Clothing, hook me up with some cool gear. I'm excited to wear it. It's just that it's the fashionable item that makes me look like an operator as well as highly prepared and it's functional. Go check them out. Beyond Clothing, you know the promo code is ROCCO. Oh, Barry Law, man, I've said it before. You guys need help getting your, 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 VA disability ratings up? Are you having troubles? I know it's a hard thing to do. Trust me. It took me a long time to actually do it because it was frustrating, but I finally have gone through the process. I finally am getting what I deserve. You guys can do it too. Barry Law is there to help you. I promise. Um, you know, they have a free book. If you're just interested in getting some questions, go check out the free book that they have. You can get it at what is it? Uh, it's it's uh, PTSD Lawyers. dot com backslash Rocco, and you go to that, you'll see a video of me talking, as well as you get a link to a free book. It'll tell you all about the VA disability benefits and applying for it, and all the issues you could potentially have, and how they can mitigate that. I promise you, these guys are here for you. They're veteran owned. It's veteran lawyers there to help you, they understand you a lot of these guys have been through the process themselves if you guys have questions, go hit up Barry Law hit up ptsdlawyers.com backslash Rocco check them out you know it's me, trust me I love them, they're good people Perseverance Survival, home of the original Whoopi Hoodie you know it's hard right now for these guys, right? I mean, all all the small brands that I'm repping, it's hard for them You guys got to hit them up. Get one whoobie hoodie. Do me a favor. All of you guys listen. go pick up one whoobie hoodie or go pick up one pair of freaking, um, you know, the ranger panties, the silkies. Just do one. If you guys can do one, you're going to save a company. Trust me. Right now it's hard times for these guys. I want you guys to go help them out. Perseverancesurvival.com. Don't forget all my own little brands. You got Warfighter Tobacco. You can order them online. You got Alpha Elite Supplements. You use that promo code ROCCO15. Gets 15% off of some supplements. It's veteran owned. It is special operations owned. You got Led Singer's Whiskey. We're still doing hand sanitizer. If you guys need information for that, hit me up. Hero Sports Nonprofit. We play sports and we do it all over the freaking United States. We have a team in Hawaii. We have a team in Louisiana. We have a team in Texas and Utah. We're ready to expand when you guys are. Let us know. Oh, we got the com for your veteran gear. Better is a brand that I started because I'm trying to help promote positivity in the veteran community that we can be better, we can do better a better me, a better community. If you guys are interested check that out. there's more to come on that. Don't forget don't I said more to come on that so gross. Don't forget modern gun school. you go to mgs.edu. you can use your GI bill or your vocational rehab to learn how to be a gunsmith online. You could do it from the comfort of your own home. Trust me. I know there's a lot of you out there saying, I haven't used my education benefits, but what is interesting out there? Well, listen to this. They're going to send you the fucking stuff you need to start working on being an armor in a gunsmithing school. Holy shit. Check them out on Instagram if you guys have questions. Modern Gun School. It's at Modern Gun School, or you can go check them out online. It's www.mgs.edu. Last but not least, Core Medical Group, you know they send TRT directly to your house. It's a fully, fully capable, You just it's telemedicine, you just call them. They, they do a, a video conference with you with a the doctor. They see what you need. They do blood work. When they identify all your, your deficiencies in your hormones, they will fix them for you. But not, not, that's not it. I, I want you guys, hopefully you're listening something special here, erectile dysfunction, they have erectile dysfunction meds, all you guys that are listening that are getting all shy and nervous right now, it's okay, it happens, sometimes you need a little help, you got to go make sure you hit them up, make sure the doctor checks your blood blood, blood work and your heart levels, and if you need it, GMR, uh, excuse me, Core Medical Group has it, they'll send it directly to your house in a very discreet package, I promise you, Erectile dysfunction, you are not alone. There's a lot of us that go through these weird times in our lives, especially stressful events like now. But what you don't want to do is hurt hurt your family by, like, you know, causing divorces and all this other crazy stuff because you just can't get the J- Johnson to work. Core Medical Group has your answers. If you guys have questions, look, this is discreet, I promise you. If you guys have questions, hit me up about TRT and I'll give you the number. The same number that you get for TRT is the same number you need for erectile dysfunction. Trust me. I love you guys. There's a lot going on. Um, We'll talk about it later. Right now, let's get to the podcast. (laughs) We are recording now. What up? Damn, I just fucking peaked my own microphone. Yeah. What you drinking?
1: A little Star beasles. It's a cold cold brew. Don't tell your friends. Oh, well, they can't get mad
0: at the convenience of a Starbucks.
1: Convenience, ease. That's the way of the future. I just bought trail mix for five bucks off of Amazon. You know, that was the way of the dad life dog. I was like <sighs>
0: done. I've, I've gotten so much shit on Amazon. Half my fucking garage gym is off Amazon besides all the Sornex gear, mm. the, re- the rest is fucking
1: Amazon. They just, um, I don't, I don't know if he planned it in the beginning cause they started selling books, but they set up this infrastructure that's fascinating. And, um, I'm in Nashville And they have two fulfillment centers here. Yeah. And they, (laughs) it's it's insane. It's, they're, they're
0: they're a spread. They're keeping people employed, bro. It's funny. So before we we get into just random, random, my boy Zachary Bell, he's a veteran himself as well as known as a, as a, you know, a renowned writer and as well as a renowned social media shit talker. I mean, but I think it's good shit talk and we'll get into that later, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but, um, but first let's talk about your career. So you started off in the military. When when did you enlist?
1: Well, my father is the devil and my mother was an M16, right? (laughs) Isn't that how that cadence goes? (laughs) Um, no, uh, I, I enlisted in, uh, 2007, 9-11 was when I was in middle school. I can't remember if it, it was like. It was in middle school, and so it was an awkward phase. I don't remember if it was seventh or eighth grade, but I just remember it happening. And at that time, like it's hard to even think about. Like I thought to my kids about it, is that like the world is so big for like my kids and your yeah. kids. Like I had a state, you had a state. I knew of New York, but I didn't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't seem like accessible as it is now. Well, it's funny because that made the world small. Yeah, and you're a lot younger than mm-hmm. I was. Mm-hmm. I was in
0: college. Yeah. I remember waking up, just got out of the shower. And my mom's like, Vinny, come look, I think we're mm-hmm. going to war. Right. And I mean, she don't know nothing about war, but she knew like, this was weird. Right. Mm-hmm. And as I'm like getting Dude, dressed, but everybody did that.
1: Everybody right. did that. Everybody was, right. It was like, it's,
0: it's it, all, felt, yeah. it felt like war. It felt mm-hmm. like, oh shit, we're being attacked. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then I watched the second plane and I kind of sat on my bed after thinking like, what the hell does this mean? Right. And at that time in my life, I'm, I'm trying to be a pro baseball player. Right. So I'm playing college yeah. ball, trying to do mm-hmm. my thing. And I knew like, well, that might not, I started thinking of like, because it's baseball in my life. I started thinking about some of the older baseball players that had to stop playing baseball for world war II. Yeah, it was a big thing. It was a huge thing, bro. Yeah. I mean, that's when they actually had the women's league, right? That's where the movie league of their own came from. I was, yeah, I was about to say, it, yeah. And so it's like this funny, that's the first thing I thought of like, Oh shit baseball's done. I might have to go yeah. straight to war. And it was mm-hmm. just this crazy time. And so, yeah, like I know what you're saying. And New York is actually close to my heart because that we have family there being Puerto Rican. We obviously have family
1: somewhere there. You Weird. Know? <laughs> so, yeah. So it's this funny thing, man. And so, and it's crazy. I saw the second, I saw the second plane hit. I don't know what plane it was or what tower it was, but that was what I saw live. Yeah. Like I remember. Cause I remember the only thing I would watch on TV was like TRL. Ooh. <laughs> And um, when I shouldn't have been, I was way too young. But I, I, dude, I, so funny. I, I just remember, <laughs> I remember being like, "This Eminem guy, he's got something here." I was watching TLC's, like,
0: "Don't go, don't go chasing waterfalls," and I was just like in love with T. boss I, I don't know. Yeah.
1: No, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. She's dancing. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, don't yeah. go chasing waterfalls." I was like, "What yeah. are these feelings I have?" <laughs> and um, yeah, well, I was in college. I should have figured that out by then. I hope you, I was, I was speaking from my point of view. I'm sure, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. But, um, I turned it on. I just remember turning it on. I'm like, I could see the building in the rubble. Yeah. And the next one happened. And I just, I remember I grabbed my little brother's hand and I was like, sit down. We're not going to school. Um, yeah.
0: Is your family military at all? Um,
1: my uncle was in the first Gulf War, uh, that's, How that's about your, Drake, your,
0: your mother and father, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Your, your father, Bubba.
1: Mm-hmm. was, was yeah. he harder yeah. on you was he
0: harder on you than your drill sergeant and basic training
1: oh yeah,
0: I tell oh, people that yeah, too. I tell people yeah. that like you know the difference between the the drill sergeant and basic training and, and my dad is the drillss can't really touch me
1: yeah not not that much they can get it they can get like a they get a bump and
0: you know they can get a a little one of these you know head things
1: a love tap
0: yeah but but i mean I you know I was in two thousand three basic training and I mean, they still had the restraints on them. You know, I don't know Marine basic training is, is different than Army, so I don't know how much physical. Is,
1: is it, yeah, but it's not really that. It's it right, that well, kind of the same, yeah. They're,
0: they're, yeah, it's pretty, pretty simple. But me as a drill sergeant, I became a drill sergeant in 2000, funny, 2008.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and God, I wish i joined the Army. Cause the then it rules. Been, yeah. The rules were, dude. Like, we tried to follow the rules, but uh-huh. at the same time, Sometimes it didn't make sense to follow those rules, right? Like like you're only allowed to do 10 repetitions of one workout for a correction train correctional training at a max depending on the phase, red, white, blue phase, right? And so mm-hmm. they'll start like red is early on, blue right later on in the phase, they're considered to be in better shape so we can do 3 yeah, iterations of three different workouts of whatever the fuck, right? At a normal cadence because people are like Johnson's like, "Well, this is easy." 1 2 yeah. Three. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
0: it's this fucking and and so when I was in, I remember I think the worst thing that ever happened to me was like mop four level fucking smoke job in the in the washer and dryer room, right? You know what that is, right? Mop four. I don't know if the no, Marine called yeah, the same
1: thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the mop suits, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah.
0: That's probably the worst um, thing that happened to me with
1: a rucksack on, I remember. I do remember putting on a mop suit being like pass. Like it's just not. If 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 the clouds and the air becomes poison around me, that's it. I, I think I think I'm just going to probably Jesus, light one Jesus up. Jesus, take the
0: wheel, bro. Jesus,
1: take like, the wheel. Like we had a good ride, you know. I'm not gonna, because nobody ever gets it on right. There's always brakes and stuff. Um, yeah, and then you're asking that, to suffocate in your little bag. Yeah. And then <laughs> you're like, your face is melting off, and you're like, at least I got it on. No, I'll be out I, I, there. Like,
0: I've seen the movie bro. The Rock. I've seen the movie The Rock. I know what it does to you.
1: Yeah. I mean, Sean Connery <laughs> barely made it. I don't think I will. So, no, but it's funny. Drill instructors, I've always thought were like stand up comedians, and they were like riffing all the time. Yeah. And um, I remember there was this, so I was 18, I enlisted. So enlisted in 07, left in February. I did the depth, but I only did it for like a month. But February 07, I'm at boot camp. And I'm sitting next to this guy. I can't remember his name, but I have it on like my boot camp photo in here. But I'm Bell, and he's a B. And he's 30 years old and I'm 18. And I mean, he's a good guy, but I just remember thinking, Jesus, don't don't let me, don't let me be 30 years old starting. Um and they walk up to him and they're like, Oh, what's going on re- recruit? And he's like, Oh no. And they, they start, then they start laying into him. Like he's, they smell blood. They started crying and oh, then they bro. started ripping on him. how old like, how do you uh, recruit? He's like 30 years old. Instructor. He's like 30 years old. Good God damn. What's wrong with you? Are you married? This recruit is married. Oh, I bet she's not married. I bet Jody's back there with her right now. And then he starts bawling and it was like blood with oh, the water. bro. And, um, I'm just, like, I'm looking, you know, you're, like, looking at nothing.
0: Yeah, because they right? call cool those shots for a reason, bro. You're yeah. looking for the weak link in that motherfucker. Yeah,
1: and I'm just standing there like this. I'm just standing there like this, and he goes, I tell you what, recruit, I wish your daddy had pulled out and shot at your mama's mouth. And I go, <laughs> like, I just, I lost it, and he caught me so hard, that kill hat, and he, and he like, looked at me, and he goes, stand up, recruit, you fell. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I fell. That's what I'll tell everyone. Yeah. It was, like, a bruise. Yeah. But once once they did that, they would just start trying to break people and I was, I would just be shaking all the time.
0: It's this funny thing, dude, the energy of that, of the shark attack, knowing from personal yeah. experience, like, you kind of feed off all your other buddies and there's some guys oh, yeah. that are completely ridiculous but like, yeah, everyone's feeding yeah. off each other, dude. And it's like, so the first day I got to basic, I'm like, man, I don't know what the hell's going on, but I'm just going to shut my fucking mouth mm-hmm. and hopefully no one notices me, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The first dude off the bus in front of me Jumps off the bus and fucking his leg, his knee fucking buckles. Boom. He's done. Dog. He's done. Well, the drill sergeants don't give a fuck and they still make him carry all his shit while yeah, he's wobbling yeah, his yeah. ass. while he's torn ACL, yeah. MCL, fucking everything. Mm-hmm. And he's crying next to me. And I'm sitting here thinking like, well, that fucking sucks because I saw the whole thing happen. You know. Like, am
1: I going have to testify? And, yeah, bro. This? It was
0: crazy. And so I'm sitting yeah. here fucking locked up. And the dude next to me, it's Vargas Vega. This Puerto Rican dude from fucking Philly. Dog. This dude had no fucking military bearing because everything that was said, same thing. These guys come out and say all this shit. So this fucking drill sergeant said, God damn, son, tuck in that chin to me, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, here we go. You know what I mean? And fucking here comes Vega.
1: <laughs> and
0: we got fucked
1: up, bro. Yeah, lit up. Yeah. Oh my I mean, it, God. Was, it was worth it. I, I, I mean, like they were just I felt like they were always like doing improv nights. Oh, that's what it
0: is. It becomes this fun thing with you and your boys and seeing who can fucking say the most ridiculous shit without one getting in trouble, keeping mm-hmm. it within parameters of like some kind of decency, but at the same yeah. time, just blasting these soldiers. I remember they were getting on us for a while for not cussing. Like you cannot cuss, like do not cuss. Mm-hmm. So then I would say WTF, like in texting mm-hmm. and that shit blew up, bro. So I'm mm-hmm. like, WTF private. And then my other mm-hmm. drill sergeant,
1: what the fuck? And I was like, bro, I'm trying to, that's what I want to tell him, what the fuck, dude? Listen, man, I'm not trying to catch a case out here in this recruit training because, I mean, that's a stain. That's a stain you can't bro, get clean. You do not want to get that.
0: You do not want to, as a drill sergeant, it's a respectable job. You know, you want to uphold that, Mm-mm. you know, whatever, but you don't want to fuck that up either. You don't want to lose that hat, bro.
1: Well, I mean, there's there's horror stories of guys that... Oh, bro. I mean, they were... Top earners. Next thing you know, they mm-hmm. they, got, they yeah. get caught with a backhand, or they got caught making some kid cry, and their dad knows so and so, or their mommy knows so and so. And
0: I had a drill sergeant fucking drive too fast and flipped a fucking LMTV dog, critically injured a dude who's forever, forever yeah. fucked up, terrible dude, yeah. and like that's irresponsible shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Whatever the case, but so you joined as a as a supply guy, correct? What, what is that? Yeah, job?
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah I did.
1: <laughs> it depends on who you ask no you were, um you, king support i don't know how they call it hey man moment. bullets don't fly without supply baby there you go um dude no i um it's so weird to think about it because uh at that time iraq was starting to tear off yeah right like 07 08 it was going into that peak. it was like the second running of it just boom yeah i mean y'all, i mean y'all had green zones in iraq yeah and stuff and like I remember I would see people come back from Iraq and they were either jacked or fat. Like, well, bro. At that time. Exactly. That
0: time. Yeah. No, exactly. It's like this you got the guys who are out there working, mm-hmm. and you got the people that are camped out that are just like, let's go yeah, to they're at camp. MWR night, let's go to country dancing square night. You're know, like square dancing night and shit. I, <laughs> but that's it's what it uh, was. That's, that's how that's, uh, no, it's. By 2007 that's pretty much what it's evolved to. Like, okay, oh, now it's oh, yeah. more comfortable for, for any kind of soldier, mm-hmm. Marine, any kind of airman to come there. And if you're going to be deployed for a year, well, you have the comforts of an actual fucking, you know, places to eat and whatnot.
1: Well, and, you know, and doctrinally, people don't really understand the difference between the Army, like Army Infantry and Marine Corps Infantry. Like if you break it down realistically, the Marine Corps Infantry is a pioneering trailblazing force. Like We're fast and loose, seven months out deployments. The army, because of its logistical support, operational support, and larger element, is a sustaining force. So, y'all do seven, you know, 12 up, months. Up, yeah, you can set up shop and go. Yeah, 12 months and everything else. So, people don't forget that because they be like, oh, you only did seven months. I'm like, listen, all right, <laughs> like it's different, yeah. right? Same way it's, it's, it's the same, but it's yeah. different. And it, it just gets on my nerves. But I saw a Generation Kill. Yeah, people are. I mean, like, I have a rucksack that I still, it carried everything. Yeah, you right? guys pretty
0: much did a lot of a I lot was outside. That's what, A lot of patrolling.
1: Oh, I mean, infantry-wise, the stuff of dreams. Legit LPOPs, legit op, op bases, patrol bases. Yeah. Like, you're out there alone and afraid. We ran out of water before. Stuff with kilo yeah. dropped in. It was an infantryman's dream. Yeah, it, it was. you. Which is what, why I chose you, Supply. <laughs> were you really supply? Mm-mm. No, you were g- g- o 0311. Baby. O 0311, baby. 0311. O 311. O 311. Le- yeah. 11 bravo Bravos, what you guys call it. Um, yeah. But aren't just, all Marines riflemen? No, they're not. Where did that come from? Um, I think I've been doing research on it. I think it's a marketing campaign.
0: Was it? it? Because, I mean, realistically, the guys who try and hold on to that obviously are not infantry they just want to mm-hmm. hold on to the feeling of like that they're more than just supplier or a cook or, or, and all those jobs are needed. We all know this, 100%. but it's really funny when people get offended by saying you're not really a rifleman. Cause you probably touched it in basic training. And then after that, you mm-hmm. do your balls once a year, like every other motherfucking support element.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, saying every Marine is a rifleman is the gateway drug to a full stolen valor of addiction. <laughs> like it is, it is entry level stolen valor. And so we've set them up for failure right away. Well, the recruiter set them up for failure I mean I would never I, like, um, I, tell, I've, I used to just be like no pokes don't talk or stuff like that obviously yeah. that's wrong I was also 22 at the time we, when I was yeah, doing we that we all go through that
0: phase of like ego
1: but at the same time like now I'm at a point where if you're going to say every marine's a rifleman then every marine's a pilot every marine's an aviation specialist
0: yeah every marine's recon
1: Every, every all of it and they're like yeah. no you don't know my job i'm like exactly so i'm saying no mine like it's not the same bro like, yeah there's that's trade, an interesting thing There's trade craft
0: and that's cool i would love to see the research on that and where you find that and and i would love to hear the article that you eventually write on that because that'd be a good <laughs> good story to tell no i no uh, yeah well on the same lines of that like look dude my dad's a marine mm-hmm. okay? and um he still thinks he he was flight deck guy or something right he still thinks he's hardcore, more hardcore than I am, and I love my dad with all respect, right? He's Marine, you know, mm-hmm. all that, mm-hmm. all
1: that, mm-hmm. and I'm always like, I respect that, but all right, pops, we did different all jobs, right. we did yeah.
0: and he knows. I think deep down he knows, but well, he's but it's also di- it's super prideful. Though. He's super prideful of his Marine background, and I love that he is. You know what I mean? I think that's why I am the way I am about mine.
1: Yeah, well, and I think that's what drove you towards, you know combat arms in the same way but like his era there wasn't really a war
0: right, right? he just missed vietnam bro
1: he just yes. missed it poor bastard i mean like <laughs> yeah so cut cut to if me and you were doing this in the 80s we just looked dumb yeah like, because we don't have anything that translate but my whole thing was the war's happening i'm not gonna miss it that was the same as me I, I i i told i told my girls my two daughters and they're 10 and uh, 12 now they're like why'd you choose infantry? I was like, well, because dad didn't want to have to lie to you. And if I was going to die, <laughs> I was going to die in war. So
0: no, that's kind of, I, I just feel like, I'll tell you this. I was in seventh mm-hmm. grade, and the Marine recruiter showed up, and I signed the paperwork saying infantry. Seventh mm-hmm. grade, I said. Oh, three, baby, yeah. How would I do anything? And then they tried yeah. to hit me up later, and, and I said, yeah, baseball's doing so well. Fuck the military. I'm just going to focus on the baseball thing. And once yeah, baseball no, is lost, I jump mm-hmm. right back in. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: None of us have options or just athletically gifted the way you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's it was weird. I got good scores on the ASVAB. I have a good GT score. And they're like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do it. And then I realized why well, they didn't want me to do it. Everyone who's recruiting you nine times out of 10, that's not what they did. Yeah. They're just yeah. dodging the, we call it the fleet. I don't know what you guys call it, but like the operational deployable forces in the yeah. army. Yeah. They're dodging the fleet on a B billet. And so, like, yeah, it's it be a grunt. That sounds dumb because, well, they don't know, but it is. I mean, it's, it's the best. You're, you're
0: If you, so if you, if you had a
1: son, would you let him be tree? Oh, God, no, no.
0: Right? No. Uh, that's no. the funny thing. So, you want to know a true story? Is, I called my dad. I mean, baseball, I became academically ineligible, and I'm in mm-hmm. Kentucky alone, dude, just like 21, 20 year old, 22 year old fucking credit card debt up the wazoo. Cause I'm just mm-hmm. buying beers. You know what I mean? Just a silly college kid and yeah, college athlete my, stuff. Yeah. yeah. College athlete stuff Dude, just, mm-hmm. just trying to, you know, whatever. I called my dad said, I'm going to join the military. My brother's the one who gave me the idea. He goes, Hey dude, there's a good option for you to join the military. I think you'd be good at that. I'm like, Ah, right, you know what? Fuck it. That's a good idea. I'm watching it on TV. I'm seeing the war happen as we, you know, day to day life. I'm like, fuck, this is what I should do now.
1: This is my Did option. Ever, everybody was like that freedom. Remember freedom fries? Like all that stuff. Oh yes, dude. We were like at war with France for a minute, but I was like, we were just super, a lot of pride. (laughs) Yeah. We were, everyone was dug in. Everyone likes to pretend like they didn't want to go, but everyone said, go. I wasn't politicians. said go everybody.
0: And I was in the backlash of the original fucking influx of people just volunteering Mm -hmm. left and right. Mm -hmm. And I called my pops. said, dad, I'm going to join the Marines. He goes, fuck. No, you're not. And I was like, (laughs) um, okay i'm going to join the military he goes don't do the marines and it was like a dad trying to protect his son kind of thing and i tripped mm-hmm. out by it i've always tripped out by that i still to this day i'm thinking like he's never said why but i know that's mm-hmm. why you know mm-hmm. for only reasons like oh, he didn't want to see his son go through whatever like in his boot camp back in the day they were beating the fuck out of each other right like yeah. the, the drills doctor bit a dude's ear next to him you know what i mean like weird shit and so i ended up joining the army um, I, I pretty much made my rounds around every recruiter. I said, to a Marine recruiter. I was like, what's the bonus? And he goes, the bonus is being a Marine. I was like, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> went to the, yeah. Went to the Navy guy. I said, I'll be a Navy SEAL, man. He goes, we don't have any slots. I'm like, well then fuck it. I'll go to the fucking army guy. The army guy was outside while I was waiting to ride. Boom. I went army.
1: Dude, the army was like little John in early two thousands. They were just <laughs> making it rain. I remember they were like, uh, we'll give you 15. It was 15. I think it was 15 to enlist.
0: I yeah, got 19, bro.
1: Yeah, I was I like... Had, I had three years college. It, yeah. yeah. They're like, we'll give you 15, you go 11 Bravo, you can be 11 X-ray, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I don't know. And I went back to go talk to that guy because they all used to be set up next to each other. Now yeah, they're it's like, like the f- islands. All f- yeah, you just show up and you can go to all four of them. Yeah, but it's not like that anymore. At least around here, they're like all separate. Yeah, same. Like they'll be Army, Navy or Marines, whatever. But um, the Marine guy was like outside like... <sighs> You want to wear, <laughs> he said something like, he made fun of their uniforms. He's like, let's dress blues, man. I don't have any bonuses. I like, flicked out a cigarette and I was like, well, all right, fine. And so just went down that way and that don't regret crazy. a second of it.
0: No, Fucked no, it. for sure. For sure. And and then, so you got out and you know, you kind of, you know, you're one of those guys I look up to because you <laughs> found success after the military and whether you think it's success or not, in, in my world, I think it's success, right? And, mm-hmm. and we're all striving to be more successful and more successful and keep going over that hump, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Those goals that we set for ourselves. You're one of those guys who, who, I don't know when you decided to, but whenever you did, it's been successful. When did you decide to start writing? When did that become a thing? Because talking to you, bro, me and you both know, you're a country dude, bro.
1: Yeah, I'm a redneck. Yeah. Your dad's Bubba, dude.
0: You know what I'm saying? So, when did writing become something for you? And and maybe you don't realize or not, but I I find writing to be therapeutic, and I'm wondering if that's somehow in the aspect of where you started.
1: Yeah, um, I I definitely think that's where it started. Because when I got out, I did two pumps Afghanistan. The last one was hellacious. Kids were born in between. It was it was just too much. And um, I got out, went to college, and then you like you just hit the ground running. Yeah. And so I didn't really have time to focus on life. Right. I mean, I had to, I had to focus on life. I couldn't focus on me. Right. And so like, i was just me. trying to keep it on, trying to keep it on the tracks. You got to yeah. earn, man. I got to earn for these kids. Yep. So that was a big thing. But around like 2013, I'd started going to a counselor and they had told me to like start going through some of my old journals and stuff. I'm sorry. My hair is so long. It's, it's, it's all over the place. Beautiful. It's, it's so bad. Um, but I'm getting a haircut this week. Um, but, um, I started just like trying to like process my feelings and stuff. And then it just kind of just started shifting. Um, a good friend I served with uh, who works at the times who's very successful. His name's uh, Thomas Mitchell Gibbons He covers all, their foreign stuff and he just got a race. He's doing all sorts of cool stuff right now, but yeah he was at Georgetown and um, I saw he was writing and I started reading his stuff and I was like, Hey man, what's this about? And he's like, just keep doing it. He's like, honestly, anybody gets better at it. And, and that's like a fact. Um, he said, just don't try and be like someone else. Just try and be yourself. Have your own voice. Have your own voice. Yeah. And um, it's like, I, I won't even read people's stuff. Like if I have an idea, I won't read people's stuff for like the whole time I'm writing it and before for like a week because it was your comedians talk about how like they steal like a cadence or a style from each other if they listen to each other it's yeah. kind of this for me it's the same thing and so I started in like 2013 I started doing some op-eds for the local paper and then it just started going from there yeah it's man because to the times and- to the
0: times, bro. And that's when that's when things yeah. popped off yeah. for you as, yeah. as a writer. What was the yeah. one that kind of put you on the map? I know there's one article, and you didn't even expect this article to do the I mean, isn't it the, the one about um about the movies, about um Sniper, the Sniper yep. movie? Yeah. And and I'm saying this because you probably put more effort into other articles. But oh, you yeah, never, yeah. you never know which ones there's more heart and soul in some articles and some are just like, let me just put this out because it's a good concept and I'm gonna put, I'm gonna write it. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And,
1: yeah. I mean, most of my best ideas come to me like a, not like a lightning bolt, but like a kind of like a passing wind, like yeah. you should do this. And I'm like, nah, I should. And if I can hold on to it, I take it. But um, yeah. So I shot, I, I got onto the New York times at war thing. They had a thing called New York times at war blog wrote some pieces on there for a few years. They put it on pause. Um, this is like 2014, 15. And then I got into Huffington post because they had like a fire and forget type thing. Yeah, You could just upload and go. And, um, at that time American sniper came out and there's a, towards the third act of the movie, they focus on the relationship between uh, Chris Kyle and his wife, Taya Kyle. And like, just his general disposition and the conversations they have about how he misses war and stuff and the driving like, scenes and all these scenes where it's like, and he's just, he's white knuckling civilian life. But like when he's overseas, he's like oh, home. Right. And, um, I wrote about that. And it was just, it just kind of, that was a, that was less than a day. I did that. And I was just like, hit it and go, I mean, and I, I shouldn't, I don't use that many fingers. use one in each hand, but, <laughs> um, I got out there, and I woke up, and uh, Fox News. I got an uh, American Sniper. Twitter had it, and then Fox News had it, and then it was like, boom. That was pretty- that was the first big time. That was the first big time. It was, uh, yeah, that was the first one where I was just like, send me this that is link because when I upload awesome. this, I'll, I want to add that link to the bottom of the.
0: So people we just yeah. check it out, just just so they can kind of be familiar with your work. But I get most of these dudes have probably read your shit, and don't even know it's you, right? and so that's what I'm saying, like. You know, and, and here's the other question. Do you get compensated?
1: Um, for the Huffington Post one? No. No, you just write shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and a lot of it with writings, you're just trying to build up your street cred. And yeah, and when stuff, people Google your name, all your
0: articles better pop up. And if they're on good platforms, like it shows you some notoriety.
1: Yeah. And um, there's also like things like if you write for like a certain publication, it's not. It's frowned upon to like yeah, write for as, another one. You know what I ah, mean? Ah, kind of. I don't want to name world. names,
0: right? To, but if you write like, for one, you don't want to write for the other. You know, if you yeah. if you, if you're, if you're, you know, if you do movies for Disney, you might not want to go jump over and do something else, right?
1: Yeah. And me, I'm just diddy bopping around. Like I was in the Marines. Uh, yeah. Guys want to see what I said? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but the the biggest thing uh, that was I, the most successful thing I've done is the piece that came out in eighteen which is about, um, they re- they restarted up uh, the at war thing again. They had a new editor and I submitted a whole bunch of pieces and uh, they wrote this one. Um, it's called uh, Choose Your Own Adventure. It's a Choose Your Own Adventure book and it's about my last appointment in the town of Marj Afghanistan. Yeah. And um, my kids brought it home from the library. It gets to a point where the squad leader. <clears throat> yeah. Something I did, and uh, gets to the point where the squad leaders sees two snipers, mm-hmm. and you decide to either shoot them or go past them. And if you shoot them, well, they weren't snipers because you saw them. That immediately disqualifies them as snipers, but um, they're innocent civilians, and you just committed a war crime. Damn. And I, and I was like, and a kid's uh, book, bro. Yes, yeah, so I've so I've got it. Um, I don't think it's in here actually, but no. Um, so. I sent that to them. I wrote about it. I put it up. I just gave it to them. It's 2018, November. I remember my phone started to vibrate like off a table. Like it just hit. It moved to the like page it was on, on the at war section to like the main page. It got all sorts of stuff. Uh, the publisher contacted the times within like 24 hours. It Damn. trended like all weekend. And I was like, holy shit. That <laughs> was like... I don't know. I just couldn't believe it because yeah. my problem was the the way war was represented was just cavalier and inconsistent to the oh, reality bro. of it. And so, like, if that's what I'm teaching my kids, I mean, they ha- also had books that said like culture of Afghanistan. Yeah, because your kids probably have the same thing where there's this thing that they're all kind of a part of, but it's like redacted a little bit yeah. around them. Like they don't know that you know, Daddy was out there doing the Lord's work. You know what I mean? Right. Right. You tell him one day, but right now they're like, ah, oh, it's just pops. Yeah, I don't know. He has a motorcycle show. It's, I don't know. Who cares? Right. Like they, could care. Yeah, yeah. they could care less. And as a wrestling coach,
0: as a wrestling yeah. coach, it's all he's ever done in his whole life is what they think.
1: Yeah. He wrestles. Uh, that guy carries all of our gymnastics, truly. And so don't pay attention to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I, that just, that popped. And, um, I've got a few more ideas I'm working with now, but, the publisher took the book off the shelves. They're going through their whole series and they had done this with like Vietnam, the Persian Gulf war and a whole bunch of other stuff too. But well, it's crazy,
0: you know, and I've said this before and this is kind of my big push in the next few, few months is I'm really going hard on trying to get Hollywood's attention. One and two, getting veterans attention um, to be more mindful about we have an opportunity right now to mm-hmm. tell our story mm-hmm. our way, the right way. But we, we haven't, we haven't put ourselves in the position to do so. Right. Yeah. We, we've, we've sat back for the past 30 years, 30 years, generally, mm-hmm. like, and, and have not told our story straight from our fucking mouths, but we've allowed Hollywood to depict us. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I appreciate them telling the stories, but what bothers me and when is this, idiosyncrasy that they all have is that we're fucking we're fucked up mm-hmm. we're broken we know, we're 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 fucking you know um Sergeant granger you know was that the movie something like that <laughs> I, the guy ended up failing hardcore yeah. right like yeah. fucking all these things and and they are the biggest voices in our world today media and social media That is the biggest voice. And if every single veteran goes home and at night and watches a little fucking family film with their family and they see, oh, another veteran failed. I mean, we're just fucking putting the message out there to the rest of the world. That's why people look at us like we're broken. That's why people pity us. And that eats me alive that we've allowed it. To happen. We've allowed ourselves to be viewed and we've allowed our story to be told by people on the one of the largest platforms and dictate essentially how the world sees us. Mm -hmm. And that's fucking wrong. And so you you writing that article, I don't mean to cut you off, Mm -hmm. but you writing that article is really one of the first steps towards changing that stereotype, right? The system the the systemic Mm -hmm. belief that we're broken. You've already Started that path with just one article and one book. You know what I mean?
1: Well, it's just, it was just weird that, that like people would, like on many levels, like doctrinally, if you can see two people, they're not snipers, right? Like my sniper, no. this is how I knew a, a sniper was in the area. A bullet came from a direction. I have no idea where it came from. We need to break contact immediately or someone's right. dead. Same thing, right? So that's right. the criteria for a, a sniper. But anybody took a well-aimed shot in 2008, 2010, they were a sniper. So well, that listen, was like one thing. Right. It, but
0: do you blame it, them for not understanding? I don't blame them. So,
1: well, I, I don't, I don't want to go too deep on this because it might get in trouble. But, like, I did some research on the people who mm. – their whole career is, like, being consultants, mm. the writers it, of this, that's military consultants. Right. Like they had, they've they've come across guys like me and you in their past. And they, I guarantee, they've heard the information. They're like, nope, but that won't sell kids' books.
0: No, but then yeah. you have uh, you know, uh, maybe a Coast Guard who's never done any time overseas, knows nothing about military tactics, is now the technical advisor.
1: Mm-hmm. You see what I'm
0: saying? And that's hard. That's hard a pill to swallow. But the reason why that guy got the job mm-hmm. is because not enough, enough of us were applying for that position, dude. Straight up, well, none of well, us. I'm scary.
1: What you, we're scary is part of it. Well, I'm that, scary. You're scary. Yeah. There's
0: definitely the stigma behind a guy like me and you, but but yeah, that's part of that's the other part of what we've fucked ourselves on, right? I say we've we shot ourselves in the foot, you know, yeah. and by by being drunk, loudmouth, fucking, I don't give a zero fucks given, bro. You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? As, like, is all that all that has created the stigma that even the the, the professional organizations are like "Eh, that guy's kind of the douchey vet that i don't want to be around even though he has the knowledge even though he has the experience who the fuck wants that guy walking around in his fucking you know his combat boots and cut off fucking fucking cargo shorts
1: you know (laughs) what'd you do (laughs) can you see my legs is that why you said that
0: (laughs) you're relevant donnie you're (laughs) element.
1: listen donnie um no um So what I think about is, like, what you said about that, whatever, the Will Garner movie, I felt the same way. Honestly, like, from a writing perspective, I felt like it was lazy um, because it just ended. Um, Yeah. It just ended. It wasn't a resolution. It wasn't, like, a slow burn to his demise. It was just, it just ended. Like, there was no indications in the plot that that was going to land there. So that just, that upsets me.
0: You Um, know what? But I got to say this. there was a positive intention that was done. He intended the filmmakers mm-hmm. intended to tell our story and, and put our struggles out there for the world to see. But mm-hmm. in my opinion, and you you would, you would agree. I'm sure mm-hmm. the world already knows what it assumes. Yeah. Right. That's why you have over 150 fucking or a hundred to 322 a day fucking nonprofits, right? The world yeah. already Assumes we're broken. There is no. So, like in my opinion, there is no suicide awareness. Everyone's aware, right? Now we're, we're on to suicide prevention.
1: You know what I mean? Because the world yeah, is yeah, aware. Yeah, I've, I've said that. Yeah. Well, no, and it's a thing of like. To me, it felt like it feels like a story. Like if you your grandmother's talking about you, like yeah. that's what the movie felt about. Like, wow, yeah. Vincent, he went to the Iraqistan and you're like, wait, what are you doing? Like it just all felt like
0: a third story. party third party information, man. So, but. Well, my mom tells a story about me too. I was a stud. Yeah. Okay. I was Delta. I was Delta keg operator, fucking, you know, Ranger special
1: forces, bro. Yeah. You're like, hey, ma, I'm on the internet. People can find out. Stop <laughs> making my life forward. But, um, no, but, but what I was thinking the other day of like the most successful veteran in entertainment of all time is Forrest Gump. I just oh, came to this conclusion. That's beautiful. And, like, we need more Forrest Gump movies. Like, yeah. he comes back from Vietnam. He's injured. He it was, wins the Medal of Honor. <laughs> like <laughs> I used to think he, that movie
0: was real. Until he, I was carries, like he carries his buddy and just runs full steam ahead. No big deal. Carrying him like you carry a woman on a romantic evening. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And running full dead sprint.
1: That's a stud muffin, bro. Well, I mean, that's how he got that scholarship to Alabama. If you don't – I mean, I just rewatched the movie. Cause I legit thought it was a biography until I was like ten. Such but a beautiful go, movie, though. Go back in time. He's meeting JFK. I'm like, this you guy know what had was, the best life ever.
0: You know what a beautiful part of that movie was, Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan, yeah. That yeah. was such a good character. Oh, he nailed it. It could, because all disgruntled, he had mm-hmm. his post traumatic stress. Mm-hmm. He 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 wanted to die in war. Like we're all like, wait a minute, this guy mm-hmm. sounds a lot like us. You know, if yeah. anything was portrayed pretty cool was him. And I think that character changed his life mm-hmm. because Gary Sinise now is one of the biggest veteran advocates in Hollywood. To this day, mm-hmm. this dude puts tons and tons of money towards, towards it, right. Towards the, the gold star children and whatnot. And so I,
1: I believe that. No press, no press. Not not him. press Gary, Gary Sinise gets when somebody talks about it. That's, that's like, like, I saw when he sent all his families to Disney. Is that, is the Fuck most recent? yeah, bro. And like, it was like these like other websites posted about it. And he's like, yeah, we did that. Like he just confirmed it. He didn't even confirm it. He had a rep confirm it. Yeah, that, like, that, that's that's, some the,
0: guy. OG shit. that's yeah. the guy I want to work with. That's the guy yeah. that I think oh, for sure. has the right intentions. And mm-hmm. he's willing, he, he's probably going to be willing to have a meeting with me eventually one day
1: mm-hmm.
0: and be like, yeah, well we've been waiting for guys like you to show up in Hollywood and do some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck me. And so, all this writing, doing some big shit, I'm hoping you keep writing (laughs) because I really like what you do. Yeah. I'm getting some stuff around. During uh, quarantine, you kind of transitioned into something a little different. I did. I did. You become an
1: influencer, dog. (laughs) My wife wife is so proud. Um, (laughs) You started an Instagram page. Yeah, I started an Instagram page. It's called uh, Veteran with a Sign. It's real original. I can't.
0: so funny. You sent that to me. I'm like, cool. I'll check it out later. Yeah. Like when you originally said that, I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll check it out later. I don't know. And then I seen one of your signs. I was like,
1: oh, fuck. Well, I knew if I could just bait the hook. So I wanted layers, right? Yeah. So again, it's like veterans are misrepresented. Veterans are super dumb. And like veteran military culture needs to be taken down a peg or two. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you want to throw like a, a news analyst gig at daddy right now for a few grand a month for me to be like, yeah, war is bad. I'll do it in a heartbeat. But <laughs> <laughs> We all got a pair of bills. We all t- got a prize. <laughs> well, Rocco, what do you think? And it says like security specialist. War is <laughs> bad, Mike. <laughs> Cut back to him. Back to um, you. But no, it's just like people, so people live in the fear of, uh, so in the, in the social justice area, oh, no, social justice era of the internet, people yeah. are f- afraid of being like, oh, Rocco, saying something to you and you being like, on Puerto Rican, they'll be like... Nobody (laughs) nobody wants to get caught. Nobody wants to get caught doing anything. And so, veterans have, as a whole, have taken advantage of that and are plaguing upon the people that don't know that they stayed on a base their entire career. Oh, bro. um, Yeah, keep going. I'm going to go to (laughs) the pages. Go ahead. Well, and so... And I was bored. I knew it's a rough time of year. And um, I was like... Oh, I've... (laughs) My wife helps me be a better man, but deep down inside, you know, Sergeant Bell just wants to bash pogues and (laughs) and beat up on boots, you know, he he, he wants out. He wants some walk around money, man. He he wants to get out and be like, Hey, Hey, come here. Cash sales. What are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) Like
0: he wants it. Bro, there's something that is, there's humor and there's Mm -hmm. honesty in what you're doing. Right. And yeah. and I think that's the funny thing. It's this kind of like, you, you kind of touch both sides. We can laugh at it, but there's yeah. some that are like, that hit close to home. That are like, Ooh, burn. Right. And yeah, that's, that's what I love him. about it. So oh. Mother's Day, Mother's Day, you posted, <laughs> stop lying to your mom about your MOS. And this fucking killed me, dude. Cause how many of these dudes go and say, you know, they caught Bin Laden, right? Or, yeah. Oh. Like there's a lot of guys that there's a lot of people in the military that are insecure about whatever they did. And they shouldn't be. If you served, you, you have my fucking utmost respect. Mm-hmm. I think it's honorable, commendable for anyone to fucking serve our country. Mm-hmm. If you serve as a fucking cook, you better be fucking proud of being the best fucking spatula of work motherfucker there is. Mm-hmm. And don't boast that you're also, oh, yeah, so- I, I'm also fucking a top gunner on mission sometimes. It's just what I do. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And and you know, maybe in some unit they do that, but not in mine.
1: All right, Rocco, let's just do this. That's not true. Okay? <laughs> this some unit thing that's Rocco trying to be polite. I've been dealing with it for the past month. That is not true. Your son lied. He's a loser. He did not get pulled. He did not get pulled out of a chow hall by a guy like me and Rocco covered in blood, saying, Listen, I need some people to go do some bad stuff. Who's with me? No, I would have <laughs> taken their bullets and been like, go tell your mom he did something cool. And then just gone and done the Lord's word. Like That's it. But so they're the ones that make this happen. So like the problem is everyone starts to like uh, ride on these coattails of stuff because they yeah. feel like there's some sort of glory and attention, but they don't really understand like the cost that comes yeah. with this. Like, um, like here's a good example. My first deployment, um, this log train pulls up. This guy gets out with camis that are so clean. It hurts my eyes. Yeah. And we're unloading stuff. And my squad leader looks at me and he goes, Hey, why don't you go watch, uh, watch, what's his name? He's like walking around our position. Well, I follow him and he's like, K-ch-ch. he's walking around, like K-ch-ch. cropping a few pictures here and there. K-ch-ch. Oh yeah. K-ch. And this is where we lived. Dude. Like I said, we were outside. We commandeered a compound. We punched holes in the wall to make a you know, um, post and everything else. Like, we're living like animals. Yeah. You're pulling three six security at all times right now. hundred percent, bro. Doing yeah. two, at least two patrols a day. Loving it. It was yeah. like an 18 hour rotation at that time. But, um, he's like taking pictures and I'm like, Hey man, what's going on? And like, Phew. and then he turned around and gave me the, the mark of the Pogue, which is a K bar on the front of their <laughs> flak, for no reason. Because they all, they all think they might do trench warfare at one point. Uh. <laughs> but it's just something that somebody would beat them with yeah. he's like oh man i was just taking some pictures from my family stuff i was like ah oh, did i get that it's totally cool it's totally cool i was like, I'm gonna take a picture for you he's like oh it'd be so great And i was like all right ready he goes yeah i was like one two i take that thing i throw a Rocco fastball against this dirt wall and this thing explodes like randy johnson hitting that pigeon oh my his god his camera just shatters and he goes what the, what the hell man i go you can get the fuck back on that truck. I'll kill you. I swear to God. He told anybody you we're here. I'm going to kill you, and um, I might get in trouble for that, but I don't care. My squad leader came over to me and gave me a cigarette and looked at me and said, "I've never been more proud of you." Bro. But that's he was he was walking in my position because yeah. he was going to go home and tell a lie. Of course, he took of pictures course. of my friends on. It's post. a weird thing. It's a weird I, thing. There's a, there's a lot of insecurities, dude. It's, a, it's well, a, some of the people that were there weren't alive later.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a it's a like you don't get to do that. Yeah, you can be it's an easy way of getting offended because people are trying to take claim for for the hard work that a lot of us put in. You know what yeah. I mean? And um I mean it's weird, bro. It it's weird because like we had a truck driver, we 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 do some you know, we go to the range sometimes in Afghanistan. There's a range real close to to Bagram Airfield that, that we used to go to and do some training before we, you know, go on okay. some missions or okay. whatnot, or or mm-hmm. we did our you know, we did some demolition shit right there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, these truck drivers that drive us there. These truck drivers are not range battalion. This is before range battalion actually had a support element attached to us, like mm-hmm. a natural support element that's in the battalion. So we had to bring on some attachments to, like, just drive
1: us. They are just ad hoc people, right? They're, just, they're just some National Guard with.
0: dude who's there on a, on a transportation unit all of a sudden is just driving us, right? And I remember mm-hmm. my squad at the time was like, hey, when's the last time you shot that thing? And they're like, oh, man, maybe a year. He's like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? Get over here. And this mm-hmm. must have been this guy's fucking highlight of his fucking career. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of fucking special operations dudes in Afghanistan. And we're fucking teaching him how to fucking do fucking reflexive fire. You know, boom, mm-hmm. boom. He's got this long ass. Yeah. He's got this long ass musket. He's probably look more like a muzzle loading fucking thing. Right. On and, a three point sling. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this dude, <laughs> how is just do you like, get it off? How do you, yeah. and, we, you cut all of those? <laughs> yeah. And our mindset and my squad, mindset on this is, Dude, if we get ambushed at some point, this fucking dude better know how to use this fucking rifle. You know what I mean? I don't care if he's a truck driver. He just better know how to just at least throw rounds down range. Mm-hmm. And so we train him for, for a day. I can imagine this motherfucker, if he's one of those douchebags, go back home and tell everyone, yeah, man, I, I, you know, I, shot, I shot some rounds with the fucking, you know, I was a, on a mission with the range
1: of talent. <laughs> I, I guarantee, I guarantee that he's walked in a bar and done this. Hey. RLT dubs, girl. <laughs> Bro, here's the funny thing. <laughs> Names blank. Rangers lead the way. Get to know so it.
0: Na- so naive we can be as a private, right? And, as a, in the youth. I was in airborne school, and I had a guy that had that electric strawberry fucking unit insignia, which means he is attached to special forces, of as, 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 in doing something. It could be a parachute rigger. It could be whatever. Right? That's what. Yeah. That's what I mean. He's in the unit. uh right? He's in the. He's part of group in some aspect, but doesn't mean. He's an, he's a fucking, he's pre- not an operator. Marine,
1: right? Yeah.
0: So my dumbass, I don't know. This guy doesn't have a long tab, right? He just has the fucking unit insignia that I'm like, Oh my God. This I is all there.
1: language I'm learning, but yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So a unit insignia, there's one yeah. call, in a one called it's, it looks like an electric strawberry slash fucking, you know, it's the special forces pretty much you've seen in every fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. i seen that. So he has that unit, but he's an airborne. So he's not airborne yet. You have to be airborne to be in that unit. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So we're in airborne yeah. together but I see this unit patch and I'm assuming right away, this guy's a special forces. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, he's a like, pipe hitter. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like asking him questions and this dude is answering as if he is, I swear.
1: And I, and I laugh about it. Well, later. Vargas, <laughs> it's, it's uh, you know, the life's not for everyone. Dude, <laughs> it's a funny thing. Cause I remember was like and my buddy's like, dude, he's like
0: my buddy who's passed away now, Devin love you, buddy. But, um, you know, He's asking like, dude, they teach you how to like kill people with your hands. It's the most dumbest fucking private question you can ask a motherfucker. And mm-hmm, the guy's like, mm-hmm. he goes, you know, you just got to stay out of my, <laughs> you got to stay out of, out of my, <laughs> <laughs> stay out of his little circle. dude, or it's death, bro. You, you, you cross the line. <laughs> and I'm like, bro. And I grew up fighting and I've grown up in the martial arts and this. And I'm thinking like, there's no way this guy knows so much that if I step into his little circle, he's gonna kill me with his hands. I don't know what he's talking about. And it was just such a weird moment. And now I think about it, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, he just either he believed what he was saying or he was fucking pulling my leg the whole goddamn time, dude. I think he
1: believed it. I think he believed it, dude. I, I think you didn't break it. that circle, man. Um you'd have to call have your dad done. to bandage you up. We would have had we wouldn't have had this conversation anymore. No. Would, I would have been dead. I would have died hey, man, I'm gonna do that now from now on. Hey. <laughs> listen forget six feet you break this this barrier you cross this rubicon yeah it's it's a wrap death blossom bro death death (laughs) i will death will sprout out and strike you down my god well yeah so that's why i write i write uh, stupid things on cardboard. i love them (laughs) but it's equal opportunity is the whole concept like it can't be like bashing like non-combat bashing if anyone like it's so tell me about this game. Tell me about this. Yeah, one.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't care why you did not enlist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is
0: that? Is that a shot towards people who say, you know, I was going to join the
1: army, but, or is that a shot towards yep. officers? Oh, okay. Good. I'm just curious. It's both, well, it's both. Both. It's both really. I mean, like I, I find people say it a lot and I'm just like, man, I don't, I don't care. I'm, I'm pumped that your parents love you and you had options after Dude, High it's school. <laughs> a, it's an interesting thing when people say, Yeah, dude, I was gonna I was gonna join, but it's like But they don't say it to anybody else. They wouldn't say it to a doctor. I right. I was gonna be a doctor, but they said I had too much muscles. And so um I like the one yeah. where
0: people who was, you know, I was gonna join the infantry, but uh, I'm a lot smarter than that. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I, I swear there's one. studies. I swear there's studies that prove no, that, there is. that the interest that infantry has some of the highest GT scores. Mm-hmm. And so it's funny to me when people use that. She's like, oh, it was going to be him But instead, you know, I'm smarter than that. I scored right. high on my GT. Like, but bitch, I scored pretty high on my GT too. Yeah. Bucker, fucker. Fucker.
1: I always be like, do you think that's really what it was? Do you think Is that, that was, what it was? Or, or maybe it's ti- because my drills you went open you t- contract. You got tiny heart syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> tiny heart syndrome. Tiny heart syndrome. I'm not but, bashing nobody though, man. No, but that was, that was one. Um the uh I did one for the Ranger stuff that was the one. Oh my god. And
0: that one said that, Hold on let me see. That one said we says, talked
1: about this, yeah. Ranger
0: school does not make you ranger, which is so funny how much that offends people. It offends them like bro, look. Like they just went yeah, you just ruin their fucking, because they have Ranger on their truck and they've they've told their wife they're Army Rangers and mm-hmm. and they fucking, they have a tattoo on their chest that says Ranger or mm-hmm. on their shoulder where a patch would be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and and so when someone says Ranger School does not make you a Ranger, the fact is Ranger Battalion is a special operations unit. And when you're overseas, you fall under JSOC and SOCOM and all these, or when you're not overseas JSOC, when you're overseas SOCOM, whatever the case, right? Those are special operations commands, special operations unit that fall under special operations budgets and do special operations missions. Day to fucking day, we live and train in that capacity. Mm -hmm. And so that's why people are confused. Like, oh, yeah, but you only have four to fucking six months deployments. Like, yeah, but we rotate every six months. Every fucking six months. I love being overseas because training was killing me, bro. Mm Mm-hmm. We lose guys, we lose guys some fucking, fucking mass attack, fucking airborne fucking operation trainings. We Mm -hmm. lost my friend, Devin. I just said he was Mm -hmm. killed in training because of fucking an incident where a range safety officer made a mistake. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are training with live rounds all fucking day doing fucking hit after hit after fucking hit in four years. I was home 11 months Mm -hmm. home. Yeah. And then when I was home, Sometimes I just slept at the fucking barracks because fucking my training was fucking finishing at 2 a.m. we starting back up at fucking 6 a.m. I, I mean, I've done it. I mean, I'm preaching I mean, to the choir here. I'm just yeah, saying. Like, no,
1: I mean, like you just, you start doing like sleep mats. You're like, oh, dude, but then I got to drive on base. Right.
0: You're like, I'm not driving home to babe, fucking. No.
1: Yep. Babe, I love Staying you. Here. I'm
0: here. I'm sleeping right here in the fucking, in, in the squad room with fucking, with all the other young fucking knuckleheads.
1: Yeah. And, and, and so, yeah, the there's training, a big difference. And the big training, thing, like. Yeah how many times you heard about some guy getting popped in a, you know, a Mount town or a CQB drill. That's, that's
0: where, that's where Devin was. Yeah. I mean, so we train and train and train and train. It's
1: volume. It's like volume danger. Right. Yeah. So like the more you do it, like you get that muscle memory, you always hit that corner. You always do the pie, you clear the threshold, the fatal front, all that jazz. But eventually like stuff just happens.
0: I explained to my wife, like how much PT we did. <laughs> and it's probably, probably now there's studies where it w- wasn't the healthiest to keep your squad. Uh, 100% intact before deployments but like five mile runs on Mondays I had one squad that I made us do eight mile run to a, to a swim and then back to back run back I'm like mm-hmm. we just did a fucking half marathon bro like what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. and then the next day you're doing push up sit ups and then next day you're doing combatives you break mm-hmm. your nose and you go right back to the fucking 12 mile road marches fucking shooting stress shoots it's a fucking madhouse and it's dope because you're training your forces to be the baddest motherfucker. We were a fight culture, bro. Ranger Battalion was a fight culture. At any yeah. point, if they said sex squad, ball up first squad, that's like the quote, ball up, mm-hmm. but we went straight to combat to tap motherfuckers out mm-hmm. and it was just a war. i mean, like, we, we had to be, you had to build and instill a warrior culture so that when it came to war, we were ready for fighting. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. And, and 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 regular infantry units in the army aren't necessarily built to that capacity. We they don't train the same as we do, or else they'd be fucking special operations units. You know what I'm saying? Or else they would have got through their selections or they would have a lot of guys would get offended at that ranger's comment uh, comment is because they, they fucking either failed out or volunteered yeah. removed out of Rangers, uh, of rip or rasp now. Yeah. So there's a little animosity in there. Like I'm, I got through school schooling mm-hmm. shit for Ranger battalion It's a stepping stone. If yeah. you want to be an NCO, you have to get your tab straight up. If you don't get your tab. You're getting kicked kick the fuck out.
1: And they're going, and they're going at it too. And like, it's funny to see how people will, I should say it's funny. It's very interesting to see how they interact. And like, it's, uh, It doesn't. People they'll say phrases like it's all new to me, like scroll life, not tab life, and stuff like that. And then, like the best part was, one guy was like, "You sir are an absolute disgrace to the seventy fifth Ranger Regiment. People like you are why the army sucks." And before I could even like be like, "Bro, I'm not in those." He got jumped on, bro. He got jumped on. Jumped on, and like he he DM'd uh, me because it's uh, my my friend and the guy I served with like run the account. Cause I, it's just, it's become a lot, but I mean, the whole goal was just like, that's something that has to be said. It's also, it's, it's, true. it's true. It's funny. It's true. Can't get offended. And, like,
0: but and, the pe- and it really is intended for the people that will get offended. Mm-hmm. The people that will get offended is because yeah. they've held down to the title of army ranger and it, and, mm-hmm. it, and it eats them alive to know that, well, you're not Ranger Battalion. Those are army rangers. And it's this weird thing that why did the army even create it this way? Don't know. You know what I mean? Why didn't why why, why, isn't is the, it, why isn't the ranger tab just called a leadership tab? I don't know. Every marine's
1: a rifleman, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's, and, that's, and a marine is just the as, same. it's, it's not the is the same as, as a ranger. Dude, don't even get me started. I'm not even going to go. I know what you guys do, and I saw what I did. I mean, the Lots only way the it world. can even be close is if I did every school available, but I don't have ten enlistments to work through schoolhouses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's um, just
0: different, dude. And it's, it's just it's, funny that people can't be
1: proud of it's the It's about fuck they the did. doctrine. Like what is what does the army do? The army sustains, right? Yeah. They're a sustaining long term force. Like the Marine Corps placed to who I am, fast and loose. I get in, I get out, boom, boom. Yeah.
0: Right? It's the same like people are, like always trying to compare special forces to army rangers. I'm like, well everyone everyone knows everyone knows special forces because of fucking Rambo. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. We do completely different missions now. There's some small units in special forces that are still, uh, you know, hit units, kind of like assaulting elements. But that's all we are, and people don't realize how small the range of talent is compared to like SEAL teams. So
1: yeah, well, I mean, there's definitely less of you guys uh, getting book deals than them. I trust but.
0: me. Oh my god! I, so. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't no, want to burn nobody's, that bridge. Nobody's
1: passing out Marine grunt book deals. I'll tell you that much. I
0: don't want I don't want to burn the bridge of, uh, yeah. A lot of tech advisors in Hollywood are Navy SEALs and that's, do those guys deserve it. But.
1: Dude, no, I don't hate on them. It's just, yeah, it's just, I, I mean, I, a, Navy, a Navy SEAL wrote into me and gave me like 10 things he wants me to make. He's like, much, we've been passing these around yeah. all the different units.
0: Oh, that's so funny.
1: Um, I'll tell you who it is in a little bit, but, um, He's like, dude, this one, dude, this one, do this one. And the, they they're dude, savage. They're it, savage. Good. The deal yeah. is this, the deal is
0: this, that, um, Navy SEALs got a great name. They've done great marketing for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I think a lot of the deaf group dudes understand the truth behind it all. Right. They, they get it. Like there's some really badass dudes in those units. And then there's some pretty average dudes in other units. You yeah. know what I mean? And we got to just admit that one day, you know, the the seal the seal moniker doesn't mean like everyone's a badass, and the ranger regiment moniker doesn't mean everyone's a badass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's this interesting thing that the world who knows knows, and the world who doesn't knows just identifies like, man, Navy SEALs are badasses. like, dude, they do great great training, and I respect them. But it's this funny thing that the world view on them is is so elevated that the rest of us are kind of like, Oh, that sucks. But you know what? We didn't market ourselves. Very well. We don't write books. We didn't tell, we yep. didn't do movies. Yep. You know what I mean? And so my son yeah. talks about being a Navy SEAL before he talks about being an army ranger because you now Navy SEALs are better. And I'm like, Whoa, that's offensive. So it's this yeah. funny thing. They've, they've really done a great job in marketing themselves and I, I'm not taking anything from them. You know, uh, I know a lot of Navy SEALs and you know, whatever reasons they had by the books and everything, you know what? Those guys probably have a more secure future than a lot of Rangers do. Cause
1: no, I, I, I don't hate on at all. It's just, yeah. it's, it's like if you look at like one group, it's a subgroup of a subgroup and they're Correct. all doing this thing. And like, just like you said, like not everyone's the top because like in every oh, dude, in everything in life, there's different hierarchies. Like there's, there's different levels to this game, man. Like, yeah. There's a guy who was in my unit who was the company clerk who has a YouTube channel um, where he's a gun expert, apparently. I've never saw him hold a gun. But yeah. YouTube, it's, it's like, oh, dude, your stuff is so great. But he and, was a Marine. And they're all riflemen. Uh, yeah, technically. Yeah, he was <laughs> Technically, yeah.
0: It's funny, he man. Either way. He had way. his name
1: on his shirt and everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Either way, um, you know, the world, the world will, is slowly starting to understand that not everyone fucking is John Rambo. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and eventually Delta will tell their stories and that's going to be an interesting day. You know what I, I mean? I can't wait. I yeah. can't wait. Whatever Coming it is. Coming soon. Who
1: knows? who knows? Who knows? Teaser. Teaser. Um, but no, it's so like the whole idea of the, like the stupid page is like, it's a lonely time. We were in quarantine. Why don't we just kind of all equally um, shot, just playful shots at each other. But I swear to God, this has been the coolest thing is people are like talking, talking. Like, um, oh, it's beautiful. like we did beautiful. a thing for this, uh, group to called Hunter. I don't know. Let me say who they are. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So it's Hunter seven foundation. They help with them, um, you know, help with all healthcare and research associated to all the burn pits, mm-hmm. which is something if you've been overseas, you need to look into the stuff they're doing. I mean, yeah, I've, got, them up. I did, I've got, I did, I did my burn pit. Yeah. I mean, you see the, if I touch my face or anything, I get these red marks.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, um, I got this autoimmune thing where my, My body's like constantly allergic to everything. So like it can get pretty bad, but they're like, well, it could be this. It could be that, but most likely something with burn pits. Yeah. But anyways, so we put up something yesterday and like, it's, it's doing really well, but the whole idea was how to like get eyes on it. So the idea was burn pits are the agent orange of the global war on terrorism of the GWAT yeah. And so it's like, it's funny. It'll get your attention, but more importantly, it like tells you it's true. It's true. It's true. Right. I want you to be like, all right, that's pretty good. Like, yeah. that's how I want all of them to walk away like that. Cause I can, I can bash on poop, uh, pokes with the best of them, but that's low hanging fruit.
0: I want, yeah. the, I want that prize at the top. Hey, you want to, you want to shake the tree, dude. You want to, mm-hmm. you want to genuinely have a, you know, if you're going to have a page, see? I see it crazy. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, if you're going to have a page and you're going to put some shit out there, you know, there also has to be, I guess, something that's sustaining, if you will, mm-hmm. it has, it has to have rhyme to the reason, you know, mm-hmm. and your page does. And as much as there's humor in there, there's honesty. Right. And, and there's, yeah. there's, and I love your approach to it. I love your tact. Um, and I think there's, there's something there for you in the future. I think it's going to grow. It's already grown. Like since we first started talking mm-hmm. about this thing, it is, it has grown exponentially and it's going to continue to grow.
1: Well, and I think one of the, uh, one of the biggest things has just been like the relationships that developed out of it. And also, yeah. I mean, just like talking to you, like the advice of like, this is happening, what would you do? Or yeah. because we're, I'm now in this different, like before it was something like, he'd be like, Hey, I want you to write this stuff or whatever. Like a guy told me my last articles in a curriculum he teaches at Amherst college and stuff. Nice. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I would tell my family if any of them could read, but yeah, there's no <laughs> point. Um, I'm sure one of them does that isn't me, but, um, anyway, so that was like a lane and like, this is a whole different lane of yeah. like, so it's, it's like, we have this like experience that other people don't where it's, it is, it's just weird. Right. It's yeah. weird. The way people interact with you. It's like now people send me like different versions Bro, people didn't know of who the me fu- doing it.
0: Yeah. You, yeah. People didn't know who the fuck you were. No, and no. You're, you're a well-known fucking, you know, New York yeah. Times writer.
1: Uh-huh. Well, that, that was funny. that was somewhat intentional, but yeah,
0: right. But but, but yeah. that's the point is like you've been able to create another buzz on a different platform, which is yeah. in in a different approach. It's super yeah. different. I mean, this has been done, but not in our world, right? This holding up signs has yeah. been done, but not in this world. The way it's the way you're doing it.
1: Well, and most um and most of the memes that are out there are just so on the nose where I don't even look at them, right? And they're very yeah. pop culture based, mm-hmm. um, which is just like. You know it's like it's like uh, telling knock knock jokes a little bit yeah, to me. Right. And I'm not like saying I'm a high level intellectual, but I just want so like here's I'm trying to tie military veteran culture, um, current times, and then like uh, um, humor like all into one thing at yeah. any given moment without targeting a specific group within that, or I can just say poke suck. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. But I've, I mean, like I've got t- I'll, the line. That's not mom, I'm, that's not Vincent
0: Vargas saying that. Just so we're all
1: clear. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I well, I don't care. No, they don't. they don't. They don't. Like that's that's not the point. But well, we the can joke with is each other. Stop lying to your mom about your MOS. So I was on a run, and I was like Mother's Day is coming up, and I was going over stuff. I had to get my wife, and I was like, Oh God, please don't forget I flowers. <laughs> Uh, Mother's Day—it's crazy. I wonder how many boots are going home on Mother's Day. And, just, and I was like, I bet they're lying to their mom about their job. And I stopped, wrote it in my phone, and kept going. And I was like, hum, 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 that's a good that's one. Good. I sent it to you. I, yeah, I sent it to you. you. Did. So I, was like, I, did. I was like, should was I funny. do it? I said, yeah, I said, <laughs> yeah. I'd, try, I'd post yeah. it now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. people, I said, I said something. I know what I said. Hold on, hold on. We got to get this before I close out because we're 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 up on our time here, and um, you know. The, the wife is already texting me but
1: uh i'm in trouble i'm sure i'm in trouble no it's all
0: good man where is this fucking it's funny because i said post it the day before and i gave you a reason because um what the fuck is it damn it uh i said uh i said uh, uh what's it go here we go there we go it says if it was me i'd post it saturday maybe these exclamation points uh grow some integrity and tell their moms the truth about uh, on sunday (laughs) (laughs) maybe they grow some integrity and say all right mom listen i'm i I didn't kill bin laden i didn't jump into afghanistan twice yeah
1: i (laughs) listen mom we gotta talk yeah i'm worried i told you I only have one ribbon (laughs) this is why (laughs) it's not the medal of honor
0: I don't have a top speed clearance. and promise you. I'm sorry. I
1: don't. I don't
0: No, no. I, um, you know, I just work and fuel. I've, I felt the tank of the guy who actually did it. So yeah. that's, I mean, that's cool.
1: If you have any questions at all about different types of military grade, <laughs> petrol based products, I'm your guy, but right. <laughs> I haven't done anything else. There's nothing wrong with that though. Anyone listen, there's nothing wrong with it. We're just fucking. There's giving not, shit. but right. let me catch you. Let me catch you outside lying. <laughs> all right. We gotta
0: go. Hey, um, go find him. Go check out Zachary Bell. He's got some incredible writing. Find him on social media. Uh, check out his Instagram. It's called veteran with a, with sign, with a sign. Veteran with a sign. Yeah. Veteran with a sign. You guys go check it out and have some laughs, uh, partake in the banter. It's getting crazy engagement. It's fun. It's honest. I appreciate you doing it, sir. I appreciate you taking the time to to hang out with us and, uh, you know, let's do it again and keep writing motherfucker. I love what you do. Same. Thanks, I man. Took the